You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What a world! Welcome to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from right here as your humble host on the Ocho. It is Thursday, the third day, November 18th, 2021. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and that you are excited because this week is going to be fun. This season's been fun. This year's been a really fun one, obviously, for the Dallas Cowboys. And, you know, we're all hoping and praying the good times keep rolling i don't know how sunday's gonna go but i do think that we're gonna have a really great time i think sunday's gonna be an all-time game uh we'll get to that in just a little bit um i know this episode's dropping a little bit later than usual we normally drop the ocho uh, about 9 a.m central 10 a.m eastern we had to flip things today because of scheduling uh riled up with roy white and tom ryle dropped in that slot on thursday meanwhile this show's dropping uh, a little bit after 4 p.m central time uh, on the third day as mentioned and scheduling issue was all Pete Sweeney going to blame him totally his fault uh if you don't know Pete Sweeney is the me for SB Nation's Kansas City Chiefs website Arrowhead Pride Pete and I are really good friends uh you know Pete and I worked together in Miami for Super Bowl 54 when the Chiefs actually won the Super Bowl and so um, we go back a long way and if you like this podcast I hope that you also like the SB Nation NFL show uh that's our national podcast at SB Nation where we obviously cover the league as a whole uh with no focus on any specific team and I'm over there twice a week. You can hear me actually today as well on Thursday on The Look Ahead with Rob Stats Guerrero, who covers the San Francisco 49ers full time, uh, and on Mondays with Pete Sweeney, the aforementioned Pete Sweeney. Pete and I, every Monday, uh, we go through the games that happened the day before. We talk about what was important, et cetera. We, we, you know, we touch on a handful of them a little bit more than others, but we get through each and every game. So Pete and I have, uh, have worked together for a very long time. But as mentioned, Pete runs Arrowhead Pride. Um, and so this was the first time that we've gotten a chance to you know work together getting ready to preview this game talk Cowboys talk Chiefs he made his appearance here uh, you'll get to listen to him in just a moment if you'd like you can watch our conversation over on the blog and the boys YouTube channel on our preview show and if you care about you know the things I said to them um, I'm on the Arrowhead Pride podcast network this well uh, I was gonna say this well this week as well so lots of, of cross-pollination lots of good things happening but because of Pete's schedule and he actually had some slight internet issues if you notice some audio issues there are Everything bad is really Pete's fault is the point. Uh, but um, it's a great conversation that I think you're going to enjoy. We'll get there in just a moment. First things first, um, if you you know can, subscribe to the Explanation NFL Show. Leave a rating, write a review. But don't forget to subscribe right here to the Blog and the Voice Podcast Network to leave a rating and to write a review. If you write a review... I promise you, we will read it. Whatever you say, I promise we will read it. Uh, the latest review, five-star review, comes to us from Dallas Cowboys fan forever. Subject is high-quality content. All it says is, love blogging the boys. We love you too, Dallas Cowboys fan forever. We love you too. Um, like I said, this has been such a fun season, and, and this game 
you know, if you've been watching the Cowboys for a while, uh, I was trying to think about what this game felt like, what it reminded me of. And maybe you agree, maybe you don't. This subject actually came up um, a couple of weeks ago, incidentally, when the Chiefs were involved, when Aaron Rodgers was unable to play in that game for Green Bay, uh, when they went over to Arrowhead themselves, everybody talked about Aaron Rodgers' debut uh, because Jordan Love was going to start his first game for the Packers. And that debut for Aaron Rodgers wasn't a game he started, but the first legitimate action that he ever saw was on a Thursday night football game against the Dallas Cowboys at Texas Stadium in 2007. And that was such an epic game, if you remember. That was T.O. dumping the popcorn, you know, through his face mask. Um, just a great moment. Big-time Cowboys win in a really fun season. And, you know, I've said that this this season doesn't remind me of 2016 or 2014. Obviously, I, I, I skirted past 2018. The thing that this has felt the most like to me, has been 2007, where this team has just dominated other teams. And obviously, they're coming off their highest level of domination last week. And and this game kind of feels like that to me. It kind of, you know, there was the week after Thanksgiving, that particular game was. This is the week before. So just kind of had that, you know, kind of fun holiday vibe going on there. The Cowboys wore their throwback uniforms that day uh, at Texas Stadium against the Packers. They won't be doing that this, you know, this year. But the last time they went to Kansas City, they did wear them. And so, um, actually, that's not true. But you know, their second to last time they went there, they did win. The point is they've worn them recently in Kansas City, somewhat recently. And so this just, this has the makings of, of something really big. And, you know, something I've been saying a lot is that I think this is, and this isn't an original take or an outlandish take, don't get me wrong, but I think this is going to be the game of the year. I think that when we look back, you know, we, we all tend to remember certain games, right? And, and I mean games that our team is not a part of, right? Uh, you know, you look back and you remember, and I'm talking regular season games. I think people might remember the the Tampa New England game as an example you know you had the Tom Brady thing but sometimes there's just a shootout that you just remember because it was epic it was crazy this that that game had weird twists and weird turns and I think that we're in store for something like that uh, this particular Sunday for the Dallas Cowboys against the Kansas City Chiefs and I mentioned it's the week before Thanksgiving this time next week by the way uh, because we are publishing this a little bit after four o'clock it's likely for you uh, that the Dallas Cowboys will have already also played their Thanksgiving game. So this time next week, depending on when you're listening to this, the Cowboys will have likely played two more games. I know that the guys are going to talk about that on two-minute warning on Saturday. But getting back to the Sunday before Thanksgiving, I went back and look at the, uh, looked at this this week because I was interested just based off my own memory. This is generally a pretty dramatic game for the Cowboys, the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Um, if we look at the last 10 years, prior to, prior to this year, obviously, 2011, the week this, this is all the week before Thanksgiving for the Cowboys, all Sunday games. So 2011, it was a win on the road against the Washington football team, 27-24. to That game-winning field goal for the Dallas Cowboys happened in overtime. The next week, or next week, next year, 2012, the Dallas Cowboys won at home against the Cleveland Browns, also a game-winning field goal in overtime, 23-20. to The next year, 2013, the Dallas Cowboys won on the road against the New York football Giants, 24-21, a game-winning field goal. This one in regulation, Tony Romo led a great drive near the end of the game to put the Cowboys in position to take home 
the dub 2014 again on the road against the New York Giants that was a Sunday night football game where Tony Romo authored an incredible comeback drive late in the game where Tyron Smith was incredible Des Bryant was incredible the Dallas Cowboys won that game the Sunday before Thanksgiving 31 to 28 I have listed four games so far all right from 2011 through 2014 all four of these again Sunday before Thanksgiving Sundays before Thanksgiving Dallas Cowboys wins by three points 2015 not exactly a barn burner of a game but the Dallas Cowboys did have some drama uh the week before Thanksgiving they went to Miami uh it rained in that game and Tony Romo made his return from his broken collarbone that he had suffered earlier that year Dallas won 24 to 14 next year 2016 which was the first game after Tony Romo's football as a meritocracy speech the Dallas Cowboys beat the Baltimore Ravens for the first time in franchise history 27 to 17 so two 10-point victories there 2017, uh, the most unfortunate loss in all of this, the Cowboys lost at home on Sunday Night Football to the eventual, thank you, Bear, world champion Philadelphia Eagles, 37-9. to That was, at the time, the worst loss in the history of AT&T Stadium. 2018, we get back on track here. The week before Thanksgiving, Dallas went to Atlanta. My dad and I were actually at this game, and they won on a last-second game-winning field goal from Brett Maher, 22 to 19. Speaking of 19, in 2019, the week before Thanksgiving, I was at this game as well with my family. The Cowboys lost on the road against the New England Patriots 9 to 13. Not exactly a lot of fun. And then last year, on the road at Minnesota, a 31 to 28 final score for the Dallas Cowboys getting the win, 3-point margin of victory. Okay, I want to be very clear here. I have listed 10 games, all right? The week before Thanksgiving for the Dallas Cowboys, 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2018, and 2020. Six, a majority of the last 10 games for the Dallas Cowboys to take place the Sunday before Thanksgiving have all been three-point victories. Two of those three-point victories happened in overtime, by the way. Four of those three-point victories happened on whether they were overtime or regulation, game-winning field goals for the Dallas Cowboys. So, um, yeah. Get ready. That's um, that's how I feel about this. Um, I mentioned it earlier. I really, Pete is, is a great friend of mine, and I really think you're going to enjoy this conversation. and And if you want to hear, you know, him examine me, you certainly can. Like I said, um, if you need the link for that, just hit me up on Twitter. I'll I'll retweet it and stuff when it's out as well. But um, let's go ahead and let's talk to him. Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride joins us next, right here on the Ocho. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
Pleased to be joined now by the one, the only, the incomparable, the legendary. I say this often, but truly one of my best friends. You can see him, hear him, read him, smell him in all likelihood on the pages, the podcast network, the video properties of Arrowhead Pride, SB Nation's home for Kansas City Chiefs content. You can listen or you can watch our conversation, listen to or watch our conversation on the Blog and the Boys podcast network or here on the Blog and the Boys YouTube channel. It is Pete Sweeney. You can also listen to he and I every single Monday on the SB Nation NFL show on Monday, Football Monday. My PIC, partner in crime, Pedro, it's great to be with you, sir. Partner in crime, Pete in crime. I actually do smell good today. I went and got a haircut, as I told you, Mm -hmm. and my barber my hairstylist whatever you want to call her she sold me up on a little bit of beard oil so i smacked that in uh, a little bit and i'm smelling good for blogging the boys here today you've always been a a sharp dressing uh you know young man 33 years old not not too old now let's Mm. just you know let's be good here uh got got some wisdom to me yeah and a fashionable man you know you actually pete you pulled off something um and pete and i again we know each other really well we were at super bowl 54 together the game to the kansas city chiefs won um and you pulled off pete the t-shirt under a blazer look i mean it's a difficult thing to land and you did it i don't know anybody else that could it was hot back in 2019 i feel like that that particular look has cooled off a little bit but mm-hmm. I, I i liked it at the time i thought that was a good look it was it was in, it was in step so you have not graced the um in terms of a conversation for the purposes of the dallas cowboys obviously we have some some snippets from monday football monday sometimes but you have not graced blogging the boys since cam irving became a cowboy great conversation that you and i had once upon a time mm-hmm. uh the chiefs and cowboys are kind of intrinsically aligned with one another you've got some roster you know venn diagram commonalities anthony hitchens charvarius ward and you got rg Cho and pete sweeney and who could forget pete the prt the preston road trophy that is at stake between the dallas cowboys the former dallas texans we got ourselves a big time matchup going on on monday football monday every week I've taken my shots at the Kansas City Chiefs. I've had my fun. I'm here to atone for that, though, Pete. In, in an effort to preview <laughs> this game, I wore my red blog in the boys polo Look at as, that. As, as a peace offering. You know, let's, I didn't let's know. just enjoy this. I, know you may, I, didn't, I didn't know you had a blogging the boys polo in red. I guess I'm sort of wearing that weird blue the Cowboys kind of wear. So I, I, we even out here, um, and, and it's a good place to be. And I, I, You should – Go out of your way to get your karma right after all the trash that you have against the Chiefs. You know, um, I regret nothing. I regret how sad I made you, but I regret nothing else um, you know, beyond that. Uh, it is time for the Cowboys-Chiefs game. Very different than what we thought it was going to be when, you know, we knew these teams were going to play. But, you know, when we first looked at the schedule, uh, I think a lot of people, Pete, thought this would be an opportunity maybe for the Cowboys to announce themselves to the world, to go to Arrowhead, to beat a, a Super Bowl contending team. Obviously, this season hasn't necessarily unfolded in that way. The Cowboys have looked like the better team. The Cowboys have been a team that many people think could be playing in the uh, the season's final game, whereas the Chiefs now are looking for that opportunity to you know, come back from last week, big-time win over the Las Vegas Raiders, 41-14. to Real teams, by the way, Pete, beat their division rivals 41-21 to on primetime this season. That's what the Cowboys did to the Eagles. Uh, an impressive victory, though, nonetheless. Um, I mean – is, is this is this what every Cowboys fan thinks it is? Every Cowboys fan thinks that the Chiefs are coming into this saying, we have to have this because we have to send a message to the rest of the world that we're back. I don't know if that's necessarily it, but there was a long time here where 
it was the consensus the Kansas City Chiefs had just completely fallen off. And it was a shame going into this game. And I, I think that game last week was important in reestablishing what this game is. I know the Chiefs had gone through struggles and they are far from the top of the conference right now because they have already lost four games. You have the Titans sitting up there with two losses. But I think last year's last week's, I should say, performance on Sunday Night Football realign this game to two contenders i do feel like people have come and put the chiefs back into what would be the contender category and i do think that you'll see at least some people floating out super bowl preview and no further evidence than that of if you go to DraftKings sportsbook the chiefs are actually favored in this game which i really do not think would have been the case had it not been for their performance against the raiders last week yeah, I wonder what that line would have been if the Cowboys were coming off that Broncos loss this week instead of last week. I mean, it might have been a little bit larger. Same thing. Uh, yeah, same type of thing. Right. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, by the way, our sponsor over on the SB Nation NFL show. You can sign up with code SBNNFL, uh, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. But, um, okay, Pete, so Kansas City's favored. Do you Does that feel – it's a heavy word. Does that feel fraudulent to you? Do you feel like the Chiefs are maybe the better team? Do you feel like what we saw last week is sustainable, or or is the jury still out? I mean, do you not know how to feel? Because I I think that's where a lot of people are at. A lot of people think this could be a Super Bowl preview. This could be this massive back and forth, but it's so hard to know because of how inconsistent Kansas City's been. Right. I I think it's hard to tell whether or not this – uh, spread is is legitimate because we don't know if last week was just a one week thing for more games this season the Chiefs have looked like a middling team as opposed to this dominant team that we saw last week and that we saw in previous years I actually think the spread is wrong I think if I were making this I probably would be a straight pick em. and that's only because the game is being played at Arrowhead Stadium I think these teams are a lot closer than even a two and a half point spread, especially playing on the road for the Cowboys, who have generally speaking played better than the Kansas City Chiefs. If you take away um, that Broncos game that kind of came out of nowhere, the whole monkey butt situation it got to Kansas City as well. So I I would I think it's more of a pick them to me than it is the Chiefs should be being favored at all. So if you're just uh, a bystander, if you're on the outside looking in and you don't really care about this game and you find, found your way to blogging with the boys, I, I, I would take the Cowboys with the points because I, I think the margin could be that close. So I want to get to the defensive side of the ball in a little bit because that's clearly where the weakness is for this team, You know, although the offense certainly has had its struggles. But where is where would you say the strength is right now? Is it on offense? Do you, do you feel like the offense has bounced back enough to where you know this Cowboys defense – isn't great. And I, that's a, a take that Cowboys yeah. fans, you know, are upset about. They're they're very opportunistic, uh, but they can be had. And so do you feel like the strength of Kansas City's opportunity in this game lies with Patrick Mahomes beyond the obviousness of him being Patrick Mahomes? Well, I think Mahomes is going to have to play well for them to win. You can't have a reversion back to what he was earlier in the season. It has to be that Mahomes version that we saw against the Las Vegas Raiders, because even with the Chiefs defense playing well the past three games, we know that Dak Prescott and company is going to put up points. It feels a lot like a, a shootout type of, of game for me. And I think it, it comes to in the end, which defense digs deep because the Chiefs defense, you can make the case there this stretch, they've looked good. They looked terrible at the beginning of the year, but they've looked good. Which good defense can 
get a key stop against a great offense. And and I think that's the type of game this is going to be. I, I tend to project that it going into the 30s, maybe even the winning team gets into the 40s. That's the type of game that that I see. And it's not going to mean that the Cowboys defense or the Chiefs defense is suddenly bad again. I think it's just going to be a matter of, okay, you're playing some of the best offenses in football. So long, again, as if the Chiefs can repeat what they did last week. You know, there is a sort of a blueprint out there to figure uh, out what the Chiefs do. I, I think it helps that, you know, what what uh, Quinn and Bradley do is a little bit similar. And so maybe that can play into the Chiefs' hands a little bit to stay with the Cowboys. But, yeah, I, again, I, I think the game comes down to which good defense stops a great offense in a big spot in the fourth quarter. I was going to save this question for near the end, but I've decided to completely change my uh, my line of questioning here while I have you on the stand. Um, would you say this is the best team, or, or this? What, would you say this is the most um, anxious that Chiefs fans have felt entering a game this season? And I realize there's different contexts for different games going into Baltimore, or Tennessee, or Buffalo. There's there's the context of you know conference relevance. This game can come back to hurt us if we lose when it comes to playoffs and whatnot. But w- would you say this is the you know, I guess maybe the, the the largest opportunity that Chiefs fans have felt to kind of feel good about themselves, especially with Kansas City being on bye next week. It's Thanksgiving. I know you've got some plans to see, uh, you know, the Sweeney clan. Um, I mean, is, is this an opportunity then to, to get this big win and then have, I believe this would be four in a row, um, you know, off of two opponents that, you know, certainly looked like playoff contenders early on to yeah. be a little bit kind to the Raiders and then head into Thanksgiving holiday, the break, the bye, et cetera, and feel really good about yourselves before you come back for the stretch run. I think it's less about nervousness. I think Chiefs fans were especially nervous after the Titans game where the Titans blew them out of the water and you, they really felt vulnerable that maybe they could lose to teams like a Washington football team or a Green Bay Packers without Aaron Rodgers or a New York Giants on Monday night. I think you had some of that nervousness. Nervousness isn't the word. I think it's opportunity, and and that seems to be the word. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, if the Chiefs are able to beat the Cowboys heading into this bye with four straight wins, you're going to hit that button, and it's going to be Chiefs mania in Kansas City and RJ. I think it's going to be in Kansas City. I actually think it'll be a full embrace of the Chiefs back to that stature nationally. And that speaks to what the Cowboys have been able to do this year. We went into the season. I think even you can be honest in saying you did not expect to be in this place where people were considering the Cowboys as Super Bowl contenders at this juncture. But to the Cowboys' credit, they've built themselves here. And now this game becomes massive. you, You go to schedule night, you're just counting this as a win for Kansas City. It is not necessarily that. I called it a pickup earlier and and so this is a a big time game the cowboys have earned that and now yes it'll be such an accomplishment if the chiefs are able to take care of business at home win four straight suddenly be seven and four after being three and four you get the bye week people in the nfl know about andy reed and his wizardry after the bye so you almost assume that that's eight and four at that point and you have the whole rest of the schedule in front of you and if these afc teams at the top kind of slip up a little bit more who knows so this is a monumental game, probably the biggest game of the season for the Chiefs. Less about being nervous, more about the opportunity. You know, you're right. And and obviously, again, for anybody listening or watching, Pete and I talk about the NFL every week on Monday, Football Monday. Certainly encourage you to listen to that. Uh, Pete is um, is is a delightful person to talk to. We'll, we'll put it that way. Um, and this and, and I think that I don't want to speak. I don't, I don't want to speak for every Cowboys fan because I would never do that. I would never have the audacity uh, to speak for a wide group of people. But I, it, I feel like you know. If, I don't think there's a single football fan alive 
outside of maybe an AFC West team that just kind of has this, you know, grudge against the Chiefs over the last, you know, however long it's been. Uh, I don't think anyone's willing to to take the Chiefs for granted or pass them or to consider them an automatic win. But I do think there's this sector of Cowboys fans that is a little maybe disappointed because I think everybody wanted that shot. Everybody wanted to go into Kansas City and, and kind of slay the big bad wolf. And so that does just kind of speak to the, the weirdness that the season has been for Kansas City and for Dallas, to your point about them being a little bit more above the trees than anybody thought they would be entering the year. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's been a change. It's been a change for the Chiefs as well in the sense of they hadn't really been beaten besides in the Super Bowl in a long time in the regular season. And unfortunately, just came out and did. And so it, it's taken a little bit of the mystique and, and the challenge mm-hmm. away and the accomplishment in a, in a sense. And what it's done, and I think it's been a positive for Kansas City, it's ma- made them underdogs to an extent. You know, I, Julian sure. Edelman used to get made fun of for that us against me type of mentality after the Patriots won six Super Bowls. But that is easy to kind of get behind that is, okay, we're just trying to continue our dominance and stay at the top of the hill. And I, I do feel like that's given the Chiefs a little bit of an edge, a little bit of a motivation factor to play for. For a long time, you know, it was sort of just assumed that, that the Chiefs were going to win. Every Sunday during the regular season, Chiefs are probably going to win. And the numbers showed that, right? Now you get to a point where it's not guaranteed anymore, and I think it's motivated the players, and it's made the game probably, as you're saying, from the, the Dallas standpoint, if you win, it'll be a great win on the road against a right. back-to-back AFC title, but it's not the same as beating an undefeated team or a team with one loss. Um, Pete writes the post-game recaps over at arrowheadpride.com. Certainly something you want to check out after this game to hear and see what he has to say about how this ultimately unfolds. And Pete, say the Chiefs lose. What what will you have written about in your recap? Like what what would have been the reason why Dallas did go to Arrowhead and, and get a win and stop this winning streak? Such a lonely day, and <laughs> it's mine. It's the loneliest what, what song day is this? of my I, life. I don't I don't know I what song this is. I, I really think, don't. I think that was actually Metallica one. No, uh, I, I, I think I was would, gonna get. I was gonna guess it was Gavin DeGraw. I was that was <laughs> so far off. Uh, I think yeah, song. it's one of Metallica's slow songs. No, I I I would try to remind fans and talk them down a little bit and just remind them that you know they were playing a what is a Super Bowl contender. I would guess. Now it's hard to say that now. It just depends on the type of game. It, that's kind of a more of a heartbreaker review, which is like. In the, in the sense of these teams are battling back and forth and the Cowboys want to shoot. I think that's the angle in which the Cowboys come away and, and win this game is in a, a shootout fashion. And so it would be, you know, talking Chiefs fans down and saying, look, this is one of the better teams in the NFL. And you may see them. Again. And so that would sort of be if it's a blowout, then it's a different story. But it's just hard to predict the type of game that you get. I just don't see that happening in Kansas City. Maybe I'm maybe I should be wrong about that. But that's that's kind of just how I feel. That was the alarm on my phone. Metallica calling in because uh, they have the rights to that song. Uh, they're getting pissed <laughs> off they were using it. It's a shame. Um, I mean, every lead singer, I can obviously do that for them. Um, rank these likelihoods, Pete, for me in terms of most likely to least likely. Kansas City wins in a blowout. Kansas City wins in a close one. Dallas wins in a close one. Dallas wins in a blowout. I think it goes close one, close one. For me, it's it's Kansas city, Dallas. I saw an offense that I haven't seen in a long time. And I got to think that they're able to keep it up against Dallas. So Kansas city close, uh, Dallas close. Then I would actually go Dallas blowout and then Kansas city blowout. I don't think the chiefs have a lot of good team in them at that juncture. I might feel that way toward the end of the season. Uh, I could see a Dallas coming in 
Um, and it just being a case of now, well, now the Raiders have sort of fallen off and that was an aberration. I think that's a little bit more likely than the chiefs blowing the, the Cowboys out at home. Mm. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's well said. Um, what is the non Daniel Sorensen thing that you think the Cowboys will pick on, on Sunday? Hmm. It's a good question. Thank you. Um, good, good asker. I, I, Sorensen's been been the guy that that they go to through the air. Uh, I I I would say, you know, the the Chiefs they actually have done a good job against running backs, but they have struggled when it comes to when quarterbacks choose to scramble. Not to say that Dak is doing that a ton or as much as he was prior to uh, the injury, but I could see that that having some damage. Timely runs from quarterbacks can kill the Chiefs in big spots, and we haven't seen that in a couple weeks. The Chiefs have been able to shore that up a little bit. And so I'll say that it's more of the run defense against the prospect of a quarterback taking off if Dak is willing to do that. Other than Sorensen, the Chiefs defense has been pretty good. Ben Neiman, number 56, uh, second level, a linebacker is another potential target, but he's seeing less time now that the linebackers are healthy. So uh, you got to feel pretty good about the, the Chiefs defense other than those two players. The Preston Road Trophy is on the line between the Cowboys and the Chiefs, but something bigger and much more important is at stake. Um, I would say it's a recurring bit that we do on Monday Football Monday, people. We did it twice, um, and we really need to do it more, honestly. Uh, Pete and I have a burrito bet, a Chipotle mm. burrito on the line here. Uh, so in closing, Pete, um, if you were to win, how would you dress your Chipotle burrito? You get in line. I want to know what you're putting on it. Yeah. Um, th- so normally I'll try to get a bowl. And more even recently. Right. That's, the, that's the vet move. But I mean, it didn't, bowl bet to, didn't sound as cool as burrito. Bet. Right. right. I'll try to get a salad. Um, mm. Right. You know, because I'm on a diet. But let's just assume that that's not the case. <laughs> I am uh, there. And, and this is something I'm going to put on social media, right? Because, man, the Chiefs beat the Cowboys. It can only happen once every eight years or whatever it is. So, yeah. Not I mean, anymore. Half, the 17th game. But you're right. We're going half double chicken, half double steak, you white rice, that? brown rice, black beans, pinto beans, you know, lettuce, all the salsa, all the cheese, sour cream, guac is extra, put extra, extra guac on this thing. This is a, a win over the Cowboys. So th- this would be, it would look like a bowling ball before the I, I was done with it. Uh, Pete grew up uh, in New York, the Bronx. <laughs> Pete's, Pete lived at the Statue of Liberty, grew up a fan of the New York football giants. So he wants this one. Um, I would, yeah, you know, I did grow up uh, rooting for for the G-men. I I I feel like I'm I'm more of an unbiased guy now. I know a lot of people be like, no, you're a Kansas City homer. Well, then whatever. somebody mentioned Trey you, Young, you and your New Yorker comes out. My my, I, I'll, I've told you this before, RJ, but I'll share it here. My biggest fandom, maybe in the NFL p- team period wise, right now, is probably just anyone playing the the Cowboys. So this would be a, a sweet victory. I've never been mm. a fan of of that that fan base or that that franchise that you root for. Um, you've said it all, Pete Sweeney. Uh, the manager, <laughs> editor, do this chief, for you though. I love everything. Boss else man, you know that. Um, again, model extraordinaire from Arrowhead Pride. Uh, you can hear him on the radio in Kansas City. And I've said this before to our coworkers and the like. Um, you are, if you're not watching this, if you're only listening to it on the podcast, you need to go see this on the YouTube channel because Pete Sweeney was literally voted. One of the most fashionable people <laughs> in the metropolis of Kansas City, Missouri. Man, too blessed to stress, really. Uh, Pete Sweeney, uh, wish you health, wealth, and happiness. But just a little bit of, of, of rough work when it comes to covering this game on Sunday night. Thanks for joining happy, us. Happy Thanksgiving, Dallas.
want to give a big time shout out, big time thank you to Pete Tweeney for taking the time to join us, walking us through the Chiefs, their strengths, their weaknesses, their Daniel Sorensons and whatnot. Um, I have had you know a lot of fun with Pete this year, um, you know, kind of ribbing the Chiefs a little bit. But this game's going to be great. This game's going to be epic, and I think you know we all kind of share that sensation. I think it's crazy that the Chiefs have a bye next week. That's just nuts to me. But you know, sometimes the schedule just works out in that sense. Um, by the way, if you do want to follow Pete, if if you weren't you know watching this, his Twitter handle was displayed on our show. Um, he is on Twitter at PG Sween. Great follow, great guy. Pete Sweeney is. Um, I'm pumped. I'm really excited. Um, and so I, I'm. It's just a great uniform game. You know, it's it's at a great NFL venue at Arrowhead Stadium. I know they have a corporate name now, but it'll always be Arrowhead Stadium. Um, you know, this is an afternoon kick, so when it starts, still going to be light out. Then you know, about halftime, it's going to get dark. I mean, it's 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 going to be great theater i mean that's that's what this game is going to be and so i'm really 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 looking forward to it and i, I hope you are too I'm, I'm really hopeful that we have something special to kind of look back on in the memory department um so we'll see what ultimately happens but um you'll hear from me obviously on the uh the post game show as soon as the cowboys chiefs game is over we'll be live on the blog and the boys youtube channel please do go subscribe there and the blog and the boys facebook page and then we'll podcast that for you as well as we always do here uh between now and then uh tomorrow on friday you'll get your normal news updates on the uh dallas Cowboys Roundup show we have with Tony Catalina uh, tomorrow specifically and then you'll get Girls Talking Boys with Kelsey Charles and Meg Murray I believe they have a special guest as well be on the lookout for that Saturday you'll get Mauricio Rodriguez on Cowboys Oi followed by two minute warning with Dave Sturcio Tony Catalina and Aiden Davis as they get you ready for the next week of high octane Dallas Cowboys football action um if you haven't, like I said, please do subscribe here to the Blog and the Boys Podcast Network. Leave a rating, write a review. Those things help us out so much. This next week's going to be crazy. All right, we're going to have a lot of content coming out at a really fast pace because as soon as this game is over, we go into hyperdrive to get ready for the Thanksgiving Day matchup against the Las Vegas Raiders. Let's do it, everybody. Let's have some fun. I love you all. With all that being said, we'll see you manana, my friends. As always, thanks for Bear for joining us. Go Cowboys, and peace out.